Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories, your favorite two-man power trip and the No Solo Legend. Go on a deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're coming off the heels of the Great American Bash for WCW. Woo. We're on the road to the King of the Ring for WWF. And the higher power, greater power, whatever you want to call it, something power. The highest, greater power. The highest, greatest power, you know. So let's get into this tonight, but first, let me introduce you to your no-so crew. First, he is our hoot fight champion, but fighting out of Springfield, Oregon, representing the Murder Death Kill Gang, Eastern Block Hit Gang Affiliated, Good Brother Gang Affiliated, Murder Death Kill, all fucking day, day. the man, the King Corey fucking Mac. Fuck yeah, currently looking for New Jack, if that pussy wants oh, any. Shit. Come see me. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, no so's living legend, Mike Wibble. Wakanda forever. And I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. So let's get to Washington, D.C., June 14th, 1999, for WCW Nitro. We start the night off with the Nitro Girls. Commentary is going to be Tony and Bobby. They're talking about last night's show. Master P, guys, he's now part of WCW. God. The returning of Sid Vicious on last night's show. Speaking of last night's show, let's go to our favorite part of the show. Photo stills. Photo stills. As it's from the Great American Match. As it's Macho Man and Kevin Ash's highlights. Backstage. <laughs> we cut backstage and there's a big uh, Hummer showing up. And here's Macho Man with the ladies and Sid. So this is another part here where they go, Yep, yep. So Sid was the driver of the Hummer last week, right? Well, he's coming out of the Hummer, so that he must be it. That's it. But not the driver's side of the Hummer. <laughs> not the passenger side. He did come out the passenger side, but say, hey. He's, he's hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride. That's right. So, so, hey, he's the Hummer. That's the biggest American flag shirt in the history of American flag shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think the Hummer driver was Sid. So, that's the uh, accusation. But, we find out later on, who's the driver of the Hummer? We still don't know. Let's do photo stills of the Great American Mash with uh, Ray Mysterio and Conan versus Henning and Duncan with uh, little Debbie Barry Windham showing up with his short shorts and his working gloves. <laughs> Who wears short shorts? <laughs> Barry it's like they Windham told him like an hour before the show. So, hey, you're going to be on the show tonight. But you're, you're here telling, with whatever you got. But you're telling me that, like, that's what he came in. He at. looks down. He's like, Okay. I was, just, right. I was just planning a garden, and I guess I'm going to go to work today. Hey, Barry, can you make it to Baltimore in 10? I beg your pardon. I was just planting a rose garden. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> um, we get photo stills of Master P and the <coughs> No Limit Soldiers getting involved. Let's go to our first match of the night. Vincent and Brian Adams Fuck. versus... Kurt Henning and, yes, Barry Windham. God, so we're starting off hot. <laughs> As Barry Windham is once again wearing his black tank top, short shorts, and working yellow gloves. That'll put butts in seats. It's the yellow gloves I don't understand. It's He's a redhead, so much should tell him not to wear what, yellow what, gloves. Before, <laughs> off of his fashion tips. <laughs> what, do you guys, uh, what do you guys think of uh, Rap is Crap? Um, the new theme song the by song Kurt Henning. The song is worse than any rap song that's ever come out, so whatever. I will tell you this. Right. I, I I love it for the wacky wrestling thing that it is. I, I do love too. I love that's fair. wacky wrestling themes. It did, believe it or not, Chart. actually get 
some radio action on country stations in 99. Did it? It, it charted, I believe. Yeah, it amazing. made it to, I want to say like 70s or 80s. Yeah, like, it, it like, charted. Uh, amazing. Uh, there's a lot of empty seats for this match. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how do you not fill those seats before you go live? Right? The thing, the thing I, I Is it think the three right in front? Oh there's no! No, there's, no, there's no, a shit ton. There's a shit ton. Okay. So I was like, the three right in front. Yeah, so here's the thing: I've been to multiple WWE events. Yeah. You know what they do? They have guys rock around going, yeah. "Hey, I need you're a filler. You're a filler." Yeah. Like people buy tickets just to be the filler. And WCW doesn't know what the filler is. Uh, also, the crowd's dead for this match. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, look at the fucking match. I will tell you this: you have two matches, two two teams that nobody likes. But goddamn, Brian Adams' strength of gorilla press slamming Barry Windham that just it, with ease. Barry Windham ain't a small man. Nope. No, no. Brian Adams made it look easy. Yeah, well, that's why he's second in command. Goddamn. Damn right. Uh, Adams <laughs> is fighting, dunk him on the outside. Windham grabs the cowbell and has the ref try and break up the fight on the outside. Then Windham hits Vincent with the cowbell for the win. He's more cowbell. As that's happening, Adams is just standing there. To look to wait to get held back by the other two on the right. other side. I was like, at least try to make it look convincing. Really nope. crushed it there that match. He crushed it, all right. So let's crush our press conference. Oh. With Mean Gene, Conan, Ray Mysterio, and Eric Bischoff as Gene is talking. Uh, is there anyone who hates rap more than Mean Gene Oakland? No. Oh, oh my God. Thing, Did he want to be anywhere else? Do you think he was getting angry that the fact that he, as he's talking up what we're here for? Conan and Rey Mysterio are playing drums on the fucking table and like it's picking up on the mic so it's just <laughs> we're here today for a great <laughs> inter uh, I, uh, I'm surprised he didn't snap it was terrible um, uh, this this just screams of desperation oh. this you know how the, the old saying of oh, that's putting a band-aid on a knife wound Yep. this isn't that this is taking that gusher. knife wound and pouring lemon juice into it <laughs> Uh, mean Gene brings up that hey, Master P is signed with WCW and he will be a wrestler with Big Swole as oh. also a wrestler. Oh my god. Um, cool. Uh, Master P comes out and talks <laughs> about how he's excited. I'm gonna pop some things. Uh, Master P comes out and talks about how he's excited to be part of WCW. I've always enjoyed the wrestling. And I love the fact that he also uh, forgot who he started the feud with. Mean. Them country guys? Uh, you know that, uh, uh, that wrestler got in my oh, face last night. Already a bad sign. <laughs> when you forget the guy you got in the feud with the night before. Maybe smoke less weed before the press conference. No, only one, <laughs> one positive thing. Conan doesn't talk to this uh, edit. Oh, no, Unfortunately, yeah, Ray does, and he doesn't come across. No, he does not. No. Hootie hoo. Hoo. Uh, let's go back to the ring as Macho Man and the ladies come out. Macho says that he's the crowned, uh, that he was crowned the uncrowned heavyweight champion last night. What? Of the universe. <laughs> of the universe. Of the universe. <laughs> so he invented the universal title yeah. 20 years before WWE did. Uh, Macho says that he's beaten everyone with the elbow drop, so nobody has uh, kicked out. Uh, Gorgeous George is going to retire. Undefeated. Undefeated. Macho Miss says Mad- that... Uh, Miss Madness went through 2,937 women to win that title. And, and Medusa's... And got a concussion for it. And Medusa's Medusa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Macho wants to reenact the shot of him hitting the elbow drop and covering... Gorgeous Kevin Ash. George. So he has Gorgeous George be the uh, the dummy. And she lays down. The cameraman puts the camera shot right oh, where it needed it to be. Oh, yeah. Right down the dressers, right? I mean, her top fell off again. And then Medusa goes on to make the sexiest three count in the history of wrestling. 
as Jesus. as Macho has the mic and he's like, and I pinned him for the one, and then he goes, she like slowly does one, and and then like he pauses on the match, she's going for two, and so she goes back up, and like it's the longest three count ever. Earl Hebner's he like, just wanted to, I like work. the cut of that jib. He just wanted to work on that pin. Macho then says, uh, until he gets the title, he's going to be vicious on Nash. I see. Uh, also, then he, all of a sudden he goes, Wolfpack sucks. <laughs> and he's going to end the career of Nash. I'm Kevin like, Nash, you got fired. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bro. What did, that, what did the Wolfpack ever do to you? Well, a lot. <laughs> to fair. A lot as we go on to the Nitro Girls. And as we go back to the Great American Mash for photo stills with Sting and Rick Steiner. It's okay, guys, with the dogs on the show last week attacking them. Uh, Sting is okay. He has lacerations on the arm and knees where they, he had protective air, <laughs> gear on so the dogs wouldn't chew him really up. Well, thank God. So we had that barn burner of that tag match. Let's move on to our next match. Hugh Morris with Jimmy Hart versus Kidman. Poor Kidman. That'll <sighs> teach you a fuck, Tori Wilson. Right? Jesus. Uh, Hart gets on the apron to distract Kidman. Morris places a chair and Gorilla press slams Kidman onto the chair. Morris goes for the powerbomb, but... He learned his lesson. He learned you his lesson. don't powerbomb oh, Kidman. He learned his lesson, all right, because he got uh, face-busted onto the chair, and then Kidman goes up for the win for the shooting star. <laughs> WCW, the ref is like, why is Sharon here? Now nah, let's kick uh, it out of the way. Kick it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, who needs this here? <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus Christ. Uh, let's go back to the... I. He doesn't say it this week, but I feel like we're in that time of the hour. The shank. That's the right. The shank of the evening. As it's mean, Gene, and he brings out Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Ric Flair is still the president, and he's in control and charge of everything. He's about to go off, but then tells a kid to shut up or he'll take his mom home and uh, make, make her a real woman. And you hear Tony go, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Flair wants uh, Piper to come out and become vice president of the world. That's what he said. Uh, he wants, uh, wants to join together. Uh, so what Flair did is he got bagpipe players to come out and uh, introduce Mr. Piper. Piper comes out acting like the baby face. Checks out for what he did last night. Yeah. Um, it sounds like... Yeah. And if, the beginning, beating, if beating up Buff Bagwell makes you a hill, I sure didn't think that. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he's a, in the beginning, he, he, he is like hesitant to accept the vice president of the world spot, but overall he ends up taking the spot. Um, well, he sounded like he was going to perpetrate some, uh, some Dallas 63 action. Because he made sure to ask Flair, wait a minute, if anything happens to you, do right. I get to be oh. president? Oh, yeah. Hey, so if you die. <laughs> I was like, it's a bit harsh. Flair, at my age, I might be gone tomorrow. I, that was my favorite fucking line <laughs> of the night. Christ. If at my age, I could drop right now. <laughs> fucking, Flair was uh, outstanding, in my opinion, here again tonight. Fucking great. Oh, yeah. Uh, F- Piper says that uh, he accepts, and he says the guys in the back are going to have to fight for their spot. Um, then Dean Malenko comes out. Uh, Malenko comes out and says that if someone woke up from a 15-year-old coma and saw Nitro, here we go. Huh, nothing's changed. Gene took offense to this. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Gene got pissed more than anybody. <laughs> How dare you? She's like, whoa, dude, that was in New York back then. Uh, Dean comes out and also uh, he also says, uh, 
for them to uh, take a step back. It's time for the future. Malenko brings up Elway and Gretzky stepping down for the young guys. And Flair's like, are you comparing me to those lightweights? <laughs> How uh, dare you? Uh, Malenko says, if you won't pass it, then we'll take it. Malenko says that uh, he wants to know what side Arn's on. And Arn's like, I'll be where I'm at for the past 15 years. Side by side with uh, Rick. I mean, smart move. I mean. <laughs> Arn then gives this threat to uh, Malenko. Is either, you're either a horseman or you're a casualty. Uh, Piper tells Malenko to leave, but Malenko w- uh, won't. So all three men jumped. Jumped him. And then Buff Bagwell comes out and beats all three men to begin. Uh, until uh, he, gets, uh, he comes out, attacks them, but then he's overpowered. But then the camera cuts the back, and you see Benoit and Saturn looking at a tiny monitor, and then they begin to run to, out to make the save. But all of a sudden, I think Canyon or Bam Bam chucked a chair at <laughs> Saturn, and then Bam Bam, uh, DDP, and Canyon jump uh, Saturn and Benoit on the back. Bagwell begins to fight back, and then we cut to a commercial. That was nicely done, that whole segment. It was. As much as Flair annoys me, that was, was a really nice segment. I actually thought uh, Malenko was really strong on the mic. He was. It was a very good promo. I, I you can see now where it's going. Mm-hmm. You, you you have a division. You have uh, Benoit Saturn with the triad. Mm-hmm. You have Bagwell and Piper and Malenko Flair. Mm-hmm. That's the the feuds with the old versus new. And I'd say that's pretty strong. Uh, yeah. Order. Um, Only one of those matches is going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, we know which one that one is. Fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. Oh, I think I do. <laughs> I can guess. I hope. But uh, I hope you're wrong. Uh, Eric Bischoff joins commentary. Uh, Bish- hey, he's in the shoot mood. And uh, um, I am all for Bischoff on commentary. Uh, yeah. As Bischoff, uh, first off, says it's time to get the future shot. I like this new Bischoff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our next match, I don't think you're like, it's the cat with Sonny Ono as he once again calls out Scott Norton. God damn it. NWL music starts. This is then- like our WCW version of Highway to Hell. It just, <laughs> the fuck, I still dude? feel like we're still on that one. Um, well, we are. Yep. NWO music starts on and off, and then all of a sudden here comes a running Scott Norton, and then knocks the cat That's down with one slap. Have Scott I, Norton run at you? I would not want Scott Norton running. I don't at want me. Scott Norton walking towards me. Yeah. He's gonna run. Means he's like in a hurry. No, nah, no I'm all right. Cool. Cool. Uh, oh no! Gets on the apron, distracts the ref, allowing the cat to low blow or, uh, Norton. Uh, ono puts the shoe on the cat again, but then sloppiness begins as Norton is supposed to clothesline the cat. Cat ducks, and then they do the spot once again, so they then they can hit the ref. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mr. Ono gets on the apron to uh, oh, gets in and hits Mr. Ono. This guy. <laughs> oh, this is when uh, also when Eric Bischoff starts being to make fun of good old Jr. because Jr. doesn't know the difference between. Everything's a savat kick. A savat kick, yep. Uh, Norton it's a crescent is, kick. <laughs> savat. That was uh, a standing side kick. <laughs> Norton uh, uh, is going to go hit, hit the power bomb. Ono comes in, hits Norton with the crowbar. Has nothing, no effect. Norton then goes after Ono, but then walks into a, a savant kick from the cat for the win. So Scott Norton just lost a match to the cat. Okay, uh, real quickly before we 
You want to know what my favorite Scott Norton story is? Yes. He was in a long line of wrestlers who were bouncers at a bar in Minnesota called Gamma Bees. The Road Warriors, Demolition Smash, Rude, they'd all been bouncers there. Norton was the baddest of the bad. They, <laughs> they had to have a bouncer for the bouncer, meaning he was the main man at the door, and he would kick so much ass, they had another bouncer to get him off the drunks. <laughs> you know what? That checks out. <laughs> So he's running at a gentleman tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm afraid for that. <laughs> we get the uh, Nitro Girls, and then we get Eric Bischoff saying, hey, they're going to do a Nitro Girl search again. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to our next match. Disco Inferno versus Van Hammer. Okay. You guys are rolling your eyes, but something very important comes out of that Nitro Girl search. Oh, I, I know what, but... Oh. Joe. Yeah. This... There's only one thing to talk about in this match. Van Hammer? And Disco. Mm. There's only one thing. And it is, and I wrote this down, the worst swinging netbreaker in the history of our great sport. That covers What him. in the actual fuck was either Disco or Van Hammer doing in that spot? Yes. That's where I'd like to say not only were they not on the same page, they were not in the same book. They can't read. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh, I was like, I've ever... And so, honestly, I was a little checked out because I was just like, oh, my God, Cat and Norton, I just I can't do that anymore. And then that happened. I was like, what the fuck did I just see? So I rewound it. I was like, Is that what, that's what they call a swinging netbreaker, huh? All right. Checks out. Let's keep that Van Hammer push uh, going. That's called work rate. Commentary Jesus brings up, we have our main event tonight, guys. It's an eight-man tag. Flair, Piper, DDP, and Canyon versus Malenko, Bagwell, Saturn, and Benoit. One of those guys doesn't belong on the old side. Oh, yeah. Uh, they give Canyon. A, <laughs> uh, this crowd does not care for this Nitro special as they're chanting Boring or Goldberg. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Boring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a ref bump in this match. The bump allows Hammer to uh, win with a backdrop holding the tights. <laughs> cool. Disco argues with the ref, Scott Dickinson, and Disco hits him with a chart buster. That's extreme. That'll cost them some money. Yep. Uh, commentary they bring up, they, uh, they show a magazine of Dennis Rodman as he's on it because, hey, he's back in WCW. Fuck Speaking me. of photo stills, Great American Mass, GDP Canyon with against uh, Saturn and Chris Benoit. Let's go to our next match. Fit Finley versus Brian Nobbs. Why you be hurt? Why? <laughs> Seems like a waste of Finley. You like, you would think this is a uh, hardcore match, but you know what? It wasn't. Because uh, Brian Knobs isn't stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Finley will fucking kill him. Uh, on co- The only highlight of this Ooh. is commentary, which I think was funny Ooh. as shit. They should have given us Finley and Norton. Uh, I mean, there's only so much the lawyers can get rid of. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so this is one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Uh, Bischoff is talks about how he's seeing... Hogan, last Thursday. Hogan's doing good. Uh, we might see him sooner than later. Hogan brings it. Hey, that kind of threat is not needed on television, okay? <laughs> but here's, here's, here's the best part of this whole him and be like talking about Hogan, right? He goes, Bischoff brings up the WCW roster. And he's like, Hogan's out, Luger's out, Goldberg's gone. 
we might need him sooner than later. And then it sounds like he forgets. Oh, shit. I'm here to promote the future. The young guys. <laughs> then he starts like, but... But we have the future to take those spots. Uh-huh. It's yeah. just like, you know, no, no. Nice, nice, yeah. nice Frodian slip there, yeah. Bishop. I just love the fact he's just gloating about how he's like, shit, we don't have Sting, Luger, we don't have Luger, like Hogan. Sting. Yeah, so, Sting. But we have the future. So, Joe, are you telling me? Yeah. The Bischoff doesn't really believe in the future, and he's only doing that to appease the people who are leaving. He's a changed man. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Uh, speaking of inconceivable, Hack comes out, hits knobs with the candlestick, allowing Finley to pin him for the win. Thank Christ. And then the camera cr- cuts to the crowd. Uh-huh. Hey, what's she doing here? Oh, they were so careful wow. not to say her name. Yep. God. You never know who will show up here on Nitro as Sable is in the crowd. You mean Rena Marrow? Yeah, she's in the crowd, front row. And, uh, she fucking got a pop, man, which makes me sad. Yeah, no, she got a pop. But she was one of the biggest stars <laughs> in wrestling. And did you see, by the way, the fucking security was like, bitch, get the fuck away from Sable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go oh go near her. my God. So this is interesting. This was, this was not WCW negotiating with her. Mm-hmm. This was literally just her getting her face out there to try to get to Hollywood, knowing that she was shrewd. Monday nights, mm-hmm. the people who know her are going to know her. It's not a terrible idea. No. And so, and I'm sure she talked to them and got a front row ticket. And you know Bischoff was like, absolutely yeah. come it's on It's a down. win-win for him. Absolutely. It doesn't cost him anything. He doesn't say the name, so no. he's not in violation at no all of contract. No one says the name. Nope. And she doesn't do anything other than sit there. Nope. So they're in the clear. And she probably has a ticket in case she needs to show it. Yeah. I got a ticket. I, I have a ticket right here. And, and I think it's that she's trying to go to Hollywood, and Mr. Bischoff knows a couple people from Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure there were talks like that. It's a... Uh, I'm it's sure a, she talked to Jason Hervey in the back. Oh, it's a throwback to early Nitro, man. You just I like... Just a little, little, little something you don't expect. Just a little something. I loved it. I knew it was coming. I just couldn't uh, remember what Nitro. I, I, Do you I, remember it happening live when it happened? Yes. Were you watching live when it happened? I believe I was watching this one live. Yes. What was your feelings back then when you I saw her just sitting a, on front row? I was not a Sable fan back then either. That's fair. Um, but I was like, oh shit! I I popped because I like I like Corey said. I know it. I knew it happened. I didn't know when. I thought it was a week later. I yeah. I knew it was around this time. I just... So I popped them. I did the oh shit. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. But yeah, they don't say her name. They don't have her do anything. Just hey, she's there. It's it's buzz. Hard, man. She's it on worked. hard cam. It, it worked. Row. It got her name out there for a mm-hmm. while. As uh, we go from the crowd to the ring, as Kevin Ash comes out, as the crowd's chanting for Sable, who's on yeah. the hard camera, and he like. He tries so hard not to look at her. He's trying he so her, he's hard. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't think they told him. The same would just be sitting in the front row. <laughs> now, Nash tells Macho can't, that he needs to go see the White Coats. Can't tell your world champ Sable's going to be in the front row? <laughs> Jesus. No, no. no. <laughs> During this promo, the crowd's more, fo- more focused on Sable than the champ. Which is why it's kind of a dick move not to tell him. <laughs> like, yeah. it's your fucking world champ, dude. Yeah, Nash, probably could have done this at a different point. Yep. Jesus. Uh, Nash... Nash come. Uh, Nash says that he wants Sid to come out and he'll put the title on the line. Why? It's like 1995 all over again, buddy. That's right. But, but, but do you miss it, Corey? No. <laughs> well, 
I need that Diesel Sid feud again. Put it <laughs> in my veins. Hey, we got crushed Savage yeah, last week. Come on, yeah, I know. Let's bring it back, baby. But I'm just like, I'm. Re- What's King Kong Bundy doing? Let's bring him in. <laughs> All Star Wrestling. That's right. No. Um, it's to me. It, I was just kind of confused by the fact that like, you're babyface champion because it's babyface. I want Sid to come out here now. Hell, if I need to put my title on the line, I'll put the title on the line. It's a fighting champ. Yeah, yeah fighting champ. Up. Yeah. It's all DDP. And then DDP Sid, Sid comes on the Titan Tron. They're Titan Tron. However, I love the fact they have the big one and then a little one. But <laughs> the big one, one, the big one is like out of focus or out of picture, <laughs> and it's like you just see a blob, and then they have to turn the camera. A laughing blob. You're like, what the fuck is this? And then like the the big one doesn't look right, so then they. Shift the camera oh, to the so small funny. one instead of hey maybe just cutting to what, the back. What could more perfectly describe WCW nothing. than this? Like nothing. Sid comes and and what better person to have it happen to than Sid? <laughs> yep. The Tron's out and then don't cut to the back. Just you know. That's actually. I was like, why did you cut to the back? Why yeah. are we watching it on the screen? Yeah. Why are we seeing? But from like nosebleed section too. It's not even like it's from like the ring. It's, yeah. then, it's so, like the curtain call. <laughs> someone, someone, somehow snuck in their RCA camera. That's, <laughs> the size of three briefcases and he's like I got this guys I'm shooting for you I still don't know how the fuck they got that camera in that building I don't even understand like, so, that has to be like someone had to hand in that to him like they had an inside guy like come on you can't just bring that fucking for thing the, in dude for, for the, the curtain call curtain you can't call, just dude. bring that in dude I know I know that times are Flip different phone. I know that times are different and you know cameras are way mm-hmm. smaller now but I've I've got handhelds from Madison Square Garden in like 2018 that are done on like a 4K camera that look pristine. It's nuts, man. They're just from like the, the balcony. Yeah. And every once in a while, a head will go past. But it's like I'm watching Cena versus AJ and like pristine quality, <laughs> a fucking house show in Madison Square Garden. Well, whatever pristine, pristine quality we got from this guy's handheld from the crowd. Uh, Sid accepts. He says how he knows how to push the buttons of Mr. Nash. He accepts the match. So let's, let's take our hand held back to the Great American Bash for a Flair and Piper photo stills. God. Speaking so they get, of they that, get the sunset which at least on the Piper action shots are moving just as fast as the real life video. <laughs> I think they just said video. It was supposed to video of Piper wrestling. Speaking of that, <laughs> let's th- let's go to what I thought would have been the main event. They never said it was the main event. I thought, I yeah, but I, when you do an eight man, I'm like, oh, that's probably the main event, especially who's in the match. But, you know, nope. Six match of the night. Well, you know, Hogan, or Hogan, Nash and, and Sid, Sid. must go last. That's money. Oh, that's true. It's world title, bro. So, I mean, it wasn't four years ago for another company, but it's money. So let's go to our six match of the night as it's Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, DDP, and Canyon versus Bam Bam, Malenko, Benoit, and Buckeye. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose you a question. Ooh. Well, they're worth I Bam Bam. feel like you know the answer. Looking at these eight, mm-hmm. take a wild guess who gets pinned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> first off, Nitro special. Yes. Um, all the young guy. There's a, there's a one spot in this match that all the young Piper, guys. Is that the answer? No, no, no. <laughs> I have I have the question here uh, for you guys after I do this little spot here. Nine inches. Uh, 
I thought this was going to be the main event, but there's a spot in the match where all the young guys put a figure four on all the old guys. Yeah. However, fucking Buff has to, like, let's do this! Like, do the, like, like, here we go! And, like, while everybody's already in the figure four, Buff has to wait and pose. in his mind, he is the biggest star in this yeah. match, which, I will say, is not the wrong mindset to have. It's just wrong. <laughs> and everyone else is in 1999, but he's playing a blowjob babyface from 1981. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Buff hits a blockbuster on Ric Flair for the win. And my question to you... Shocking. Just, what do we say about Flair? <laughs> He's too giving. Like, we spent a good chunk of the pay-per-view war stories, which you can listen to at nosonamed.com, blowing Canyon for how good he is. Yeah. Canyon can eat this pin. What the yeah. fuck are we doing pinning Flair? <laughs> right. so, what or, the or Bam fuck Bam. Or Bam Bam. are we doing, Bam dude? Bam somehow could have gotten the pin. At this, like, at this rate of WCW, yeah. Bam Bam could have We're pinning pin. Ric Flair? Come on, guys. Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess the 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 idea was Bagwell getting a pin on one of the old legends. Um, and he's, but shoot, but he's shooting with Piper. Yeah. I, so, of course, Flair eats the pin. So, it should have been he? Malenko then pinning Flair if you're going to have anybody do it. Yeah. But, whatever. Now. Good match. It was uh, a good match. It was, it was, was a fun. very good yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our next match. Let's see if it was good. Hack with Chastity versus Rick Steiner. <laughs> Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, you know she's a movie star, right? <laughs> I haven't watched it. <laughs> Damn. God, Bischoff doesn't give a fuck about Chastity. Jesus Christ. At first, I was mildly intrigued because I'm like, wait a minute. Rick Steiner and Hack, that could be fun. Like, if they just don't even try to wrestle and just fight. I thought it, too, at the first. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, mm, no. Like, like, the Sandman isn't a great wrestler at all. Nope. But he, fight. Could, but he could brawl. Yeah. So I was like, if this is going to go in a brawl way, this could be entertaining. Uh huh. But no. Well, Rick comes out wearing no more clothes. So that's a good he sight. no fucks. Good sight to see. We get a hardcore match here as they instantly start brawling around the ring. However, then they decide to fight to the back. Steiner uh, throws Hack into a stack of guardrails, a ladder, carts. They fight on t- top of a car. Steiner punches Hack, and then he flies so- on t- top of the hood. Which at this point they say they've never had a match on top of a car before. And I was like, except Hack and Raven and Bam Bam and literally fought in a car yeah. like three months ago. But okay, so, whatever. This is WCW <laughs> about how not so precise on shooting. They have a forklift right in front of the camera that's blocking the view of Hack flying from the top of the car onto the hood. So instead of like that Vince McMahon way of... I want this shot here perfect so you can get the camera right, so you can see the action. WCW, let's take a look, look, look at that forklift. See how nice it looks. That's a nice forklift. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, a caterpillar. Hack finally <laughs> gets a, uh, some, offense, uh, some offense, and then he starts kicking a Harley bike to... to oh, which gets heat oh. with Bischoff. Oh, oh. Bischoff. Oh, does Bischoff. Not, like this, words. not one bit. Uh, <laughs> little... This, does Finkel drive a bike? <laughs> no, no. Finkel drives a lot of cars here tonight. Yeah, I was afraid Hack was going to get fired at the end of the night. Right? Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hack destroys a Harley bike so he can get like the the, like, the a tail- fender or tailpipe <laughs> just to hit it one piece. Uh, Steiner throws Hack into a hood, of, a hood of the Hummer that Macho Man came out. Hack stumbles over the Harley, making it fall. Bischoff has a heart attack. Bischoff has a heart Jesus attack. Christ. Steiner then throws a spare tire at Hack. 
this, okay. you know. The crowd is popping because I'm thinking, oh, Sable's leaving. <laughs> no, I was wrong. Uh, there's an RV set up there. I was like, who the fuck's living in the RV backstage? <laughs> no, it's like, what in the fuck is it's, there an RV? It's hacking chastity. <laughs> like, there's like a couch set like, up too. It's like the door set up. Everything is ready to go. It was like a normal brawl. Like, it's weird the cars are parked there. I was like, whatever, that's fine. But then they just paint them like, a Winnebago? What the yeah. fuck is this? There's a Winnebago out there Jesus with a couch Christ. and like a carpet and shit. Like, I'm like, Van Hammer. <laughs> I'm like, like if, he made, if he was the hippie, it made sense. Like, what the fuck is this? Is Randy Quaid's character from Vegas <laughs> yes. Vacation hanging out backstage? <gasps> then Hack and Steiner. I literally oh. know what it is. What? It's Ready to Rubble. It's when they fucking come out in the movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. literally Ready to Rubble. Yep. Hack, okay, never mind. Hack <laughs> and. It. Nope. It's not Oliver it, Platt. No. Hack. <laughs> That means a lot of flats at the store at this show tonight. Hmm. They're filming it. Yeah. yeah. They are filming it in the summer of 99. So. Huh. Oliver Platt. How about that? How about that? We filmed it. We found it. Uh, Steiner and Hack fight on top of a Hummer, and then Steiner suplexes Hack through the Hummer. And then all of a sudden, Sting comes out of the Hummer. Hack is Sting. Confirmed. Confirmed. Hack then. <laughs> Uh, Sting then throws Rick Steiner through the RV, destroying it. It's, it's the Hummer of regurgitation. <laughs> Sting then drags Steiner back to the arena, hits him with the bat, and walks up the ring. Stable's still there. Cuts a promo. Sting gets a mic. Yeah, then goes to kick Sting, ass again. But Sting does the Riddler from Batman Forever, who's afraid of the big black bat. Yep. Hey, what's brown and white? Uh, what, on uh, Sting? A double in pitcher! <laughs> Uh, what's black and white and on top of St- Steiner? Sting. Sting. <laughs> then he... <laughs> I gotta love it. I guess I... Sting is in a mood tonight, man. I love, I love any man who quits his ass beating long enough to do a terrible stand-up routine yeah. and then go right back to the Yikes, ass kicking. Yikes. Cut it out. This is like... This is like full tilt sting. Like, oh, just this like, is yeah. completely this is full tilt. fucking tilt. phenomenal. Dude. I was like, what is happening? You know what this is? This is a precursor to Joker Sting from TNA. Yes, yes it is. Without question. Uh, uh, sting then goes back, picks up Rick, and then carries him to the back. Weird <laughs> as shit. What a weird segment. I know that when I beat up a man, it's so bad he's unconscious, I like to drag his dead carcass with me when I go <laughs> to the Who's afraid of the big black bat? <laughs> Who's black and white on top of Steiner? Uh, sting. <laughs> sting. What's black and brown looks good on Sting? Doberman. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a what a shot! God let's go damn to, it! Let's go to the eighth eighth match of the night. La Parca, yeah, versus and psychosis. Yes. I'm like Mexican. I was like, I'll do it. Do Here it. Here we go. Conan and Ray. Fuck, we're not getting it. God, I was, I was like that. Uh, which crowd was it? Was the Philly crowd when Ray came out? Yeah, yeah. As a Philly, yeah, Philly. I oh, felt yeah. like that fucking crowd. I, I was like, we I, didn't get Daniel Bryan. Fuck you! <laughs> I, my heart broke once Conan's music hit. I was my, so sad. I would explain my uh, mood as crestfallen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how how are you gonna give us that match last week, right? And then not do it. And then you, you know, tease us. Do you know who else blue the balls? First team. Me. <laughs> That's my sting routine. Thank you. I'm out. You tease us with La Parka coming out, and then you. Oh. Come on, guys. Uh, Master P and the No Limit Soldier come out with Ray and Conan. Uh, Bischoff says, hey, you know, if Master P encourages Ray and Conan, they can do whatever they want in WCW. <laughs> so, Ray Mysterio and Conan need help from Master P, of all people, to get up to, in the business. To get up. 
Hitting <laughs> up to get up. Yep. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, Ray hits a springboard X Factor. Uh, or face buster. Conan and uh, Ray each hit both double suicide dives. Surprised Conan could even still do that. Again, Master Pisa. Yep. Uh, Conan hits a top rope uh, backdrop. Ray hits a top rope Hurricane Rana, and Conan hits the X Factor of both, and they both pin their opponents for the win. Uh, music begins, but then Kurt, Barry, and Bobby take over DJ Rand's booth and start playing their theme songs. You're ha ha, hey boys! And that made Master P and the No Limit Servers angry, so all of them and Ray and Conan chase them off the DJ booth. Then Master P starts playing his own song, and all, all of them are yelling, Hootie-hoo! And they can just tell the crowd does not give a flying F. Again, no, that was readily apparent. Hootie-hoo! Did, did you see one of the No Limit Soldiers? I did. <laughs> I did. Brad what? Armstrong. What? Yes. Brad Armstrong is one of the No Limit soldiers. Because apparently they decided, shit, one of them needs to be able to work. Uh, How about that? Hootie-hoo! I was like, who's the one guy in the company that doesn't belong in the No Limit soldiers? That's the guy we'll pick. The candy man. That guy right there. (laughs) The candy man. (laughs) Where's Reese? (laughs) Or as they know, he's not Brad Armstrong now, he's B.A. Checks out. Because, you know, we're that dumb. <laughs> we're yeah. like, oh, I can't pick that together. I don't know who that uh, is. That's, God I've damn it, never dude. heard of B.A. Let's go to our uh, main event, but for intro, for the World Heavyweight Championship, as it's Sid Vicious and Kevin Nash. Except. As, first off, Buffer goes, uh, they're gonna, he's going to go against Sid Vicious, one of the greatest big men of all time. Mm. I mean, he is certainly a big man he's that has wrestled. Stretching the truth a little bit there. Uh, Nash comes out wearing a tie-dye NWO t-shirt. I was going to bring that up. Now, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was kind of cool. Weird. On the back, it says it no. has the peace sign. Still in the Van Hammer yeah. sign. So, so. I, all of a sudden, I realized why Van Hammer changed his gimmick. Yep. They're like, uh, no. We're uh, using that for the we NWO. We have new merch for the NWO. Yeah. You are somebody else. You I'm, are into bondage. I'm not. A, I, I, <laughs> I am. Oh, bondage hammer. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I am not I am yep. not a big tie-dye guy and I won't lie that NWO tie-dye shirt was pretty cool yeah, yeah I'm a big tie-dye so fuck you uh, Macho Man <laughs> if you don't like tie-dye then fuck you yeah uh, Macho Man's music hits a man has to know where to draw the line uh, the ladies come out but there's still no Sid Sid doesn't come out but Macho Man comes out you know as, th- as Macho's coming out Buffer's still going on off Sid you know the smart ass of me is like shit Sid set a new record one day. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, fuck, I just turned him in Topeka. I gotta go. Yeah. But I just love the fact that fucking Buffer's coming he's at a, he's six, nine. He doesn't fucking notice it's Macho Man. He thinks it's Sid for some reason. And the lights are flashing. He doesn't know. He's, he's <laughs> concentrating on the fucking card. I guess we get Randy versus Nash part two, but Sid runs down and attacks Nash. Randy and Sid beat up Nash because they attack the injured ribs. Crowd's chanting for Goldberg. He's not coming. But Sting <laughs> comes out and makes a save. Sting apparently hasn't kicked enough ass tonight. Woo! He's still high on that coke, that coke fiend run. He's like, fuck, I'll fight. Why not? Why not? What's so, black and white looks good on Sid? Sting! <laughs> so let's go back a day. So oh, I guess heat. Nitro's over. Yeah, Nitro's <laughs> over. We, we ran out of time. Let's go back today for oh. Sunday Night Heat. We're going to recap of Raw, Vince being the higher power, Austin being named CEO, 
Austin uh, making a match for King of the Ring, handicap match between him and the McMahon. So let's go our first match tonight. A elimination six-man tag. The Brood versus the Hardy Boys and Michael Hayes. Commentary brings up during this match that everybody in the King Ring tournament will be will have tag matches tonight with each other. Uh, Tess went on a date with Stephanie. We'll find out details. So the elimination process went this way. Jeff Hardy instantly eliminated Gangrel. Jeff instantly eliminated Edge. Christian then eliminated Michael Hayes, Jeff Hardy. And then Too Much comes out dressed up like Vanilla Ice, carrying a giant boombox with a record on top as they distract Matt Hardy to let Christian eliminate him. So your winner, Soul Survivor, Christian Blue Dot. Uh, Matches tonight for uh, Heat. X-Pac and Kane versus Big Show and Hardcore Holly. China and Billy Gunn versus Road Dogg and Ken Shamrock. Uh, we get a promo from D'Lo and Mark Henry as they get a title shot tonight. As uh, Mark Henry looks like um, Ronald McDonald with bright red pants on. Jesus Christ, it's a 44-minute show. Yeah. Backstage, we, we see Triple H, China, and Billy talking. Our next match is the Acolytes with D- versus D'Lo and Mark Henry. Mitty and Viscera come down and attack them during the match. We go backstage with Lawler and Tess as Lawler wants the dirt about the date last night. Uh, Tess says nothing happened. He took her to see his mom, and then they decided to be friends. Jarrett and Deborah walk by, and then uh, Jarrett tells Tess to keep his eyes off his woman. Then we get a promo with Jarrett and uh, Deborah with JR in the ring as JR introduces Deborah first, and Jar- uh, Jarrett does not like that. You should introduce me. I'm the Intercontinental Champion first, not the woman. Uh, JR wants to know how much money Vince paid for Jeff to save him, and he says, I'm the greatest IC champion of all time. There's no need to talk about that. Uh, Tells everybody that Deborah is his property. Tess comes out on stage, and he wants a match with Jarrett tonight. Sure. Uh, We go backstage with Holly telling Show to shut the hell up and do whatever I tell him to do. I got an idea. I got an idea. We go back with uh, too much, as they were being go no longer being called too much. They're gonna go by too cool. Hell yeah! That they're Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Too Hotty. Hell yeah! Uh, our next match is X Pac and Kane versus Hardcore Holly and Big Show. Holly tells uh, Show to keep his fat ass in the uh, on the apron, and then they get into it, and uh, Big Show. Choke slams, Holly and X Pac covers for the win. I love this era of hardcore Holly, by the way. <laughs> the no. super heavyweight Bob Holly. Uh, pr- promo Billy China Triple H. They're going to beat the Shamrock and Dog tonight. Our next match: Val Venus versus Draws. Val wins with the money shot. Albert, <laughs> Albert, and attacks Val, and then they gave uh, a Val a nice nose ring. They pierced him. <laughs> what? Yeah, they, it's a forty-four minute show. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, they they put a, like a fake nose ring on. What the? Fuck? We go backstage with Draws and Albert. They're talking about what they just did, but then Val attacks them. But then they get double teamed. What the fuck? I'm not watching Heat. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. I get motion sickness. Jesus Let's Christ. go to our next match for the Intercontinental Championship. 
Test versus Jeff Jarrett. How many fucking matches are on this show? Test and Jeff Jarrett were made during the show. It wasn't even one they announced. Uh, Fuck. This is match five. Uh, there's a breath bump. Sharon comes out, hits a belly to belly on te- on Jarrett. Test covers for the win. Your referee, Harvey Wimpleman, <laughs> gets into an argument with Tim White over the how the ending went. And then Deborah whispers sweet nothings into Whipperman's ear. And then he changes the decision. So your champion still, Jeff Jarrett. Why is Harvey Whipperman a ref? He is what wearing. Is, what is happening? He is wearing tearaway pants as his outfit. Well, I mean, that makes sense. It's Harvey Whipperman. But why is he a. I thought he. Why, why is he still employed? What is happening? There's so much going on. In this <laughs> Harvey Whippleman? Let's go to our main event, Ken Shamrock and Road Dog versus China and Billy Gunn with Triple H. All gravy wrestling says this show needs to calm down a little bit. Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, <coughs> Jarrett comes down, distracts Shamrock, Shamrock gives chase. Road Dog gets the win. Uh, Triple H attacks uh, after the match. All three attack Road Dog. X-Pac tries to make the save, but he's outnumbered. So Kane comes out and all three run away. You can find all of our podcasts and words at NoSunEntertainment.com. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Guys, heat is a terrible mess, but to me, that one hour is... <coughs> guys, Holy guys, fuck. What I just read is better than Thunder. Oh, my God. Better than Thunder. I'm exhausted. I didn't watch told, it. I've told you a ton of times. I'm just going to go ahead and break the fourth wall and tell Joe this. What you just read there... Yeah. That's literally every Nitro and Thunder during the Russo era. Oh, I know. For three hours. Oh, you can't wait. <sighs> it's going to be so much that oh. you're... I, I remember watching it. It's Harvey Whippleman there. I, <laughs> with his terror pants. By hour three, I would forget almost everything that happened in hour one because there's just so much happening uh, no, that you're like, I don't know. Like, what the guys, fuck, dude? I'll, I'll bring it up on Thunder. But this is so much better than what Thunder gives us. <sighs> So let's go back to Monday, shall we? Jesus Christ. June 14th, we get a recap of the greater power. Vince revealing it to be him. Hi, bro. Whatever they want, okay? So, uh, what Stephanie went through, Linda McMahon making... <laughs> Linda McMahon making uh, Mr. Stone Cold CEO. So let's go off site <laughs> to the WWF headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. They've already sprayed paint, uh, painted Vince McMahon's uh, name off, and they've already put a Stone Cold I'm logo. Gonna, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not giving it to him. But there was a case for me to almost give MVP to Jim Ross just for all the side remarks about the corporate ass <laughs> oh, kisses. Loved it. <laughs> loved Stanford it. It's so funny. Uh, Vince, this is Stone Cold's first day. He walks up to the receptionist. Uh, he hears her uh, pick up a phone call. WDF, how can I help you? And he's like, what the hell was that? And he goes, hey, this is how you're going to do it. So hang up, hang up. Hang, hang, she hangs up. Another what the calls. hell was that? What the hell, yeah. Uh, hangs up. Another phone call. He picks Give up. Give it to me. Give it to me. Who the hell's this? What the hell do you want? <laughs> Miss McMahon, I fired that son of a bitch. That's how, like that from now on. like that. So he starts walking away and you hear, who the hell's this? <laughs> What the hell do you want? And he like looks back with like a grin. And that like, was my favorite part. Is he's I, walking to the elevator, dude? And you hear her do it. I cannot tell you, as someone who used to work retail, how much I want to be like, what? <laughs> I just picture like Randall Graves talking into the microphone at Clerks. Who the yeah. hell is this? What the hell do you want? 
Then we go back to the arena for once as it's the corporate ministry time. As they come out to cut a promo, Vince is saying how Austin is an embarrassment to being charged. People think that there will be cracks in the corporate... All of a sudden, hey, you think there's cracks in the corporate ministry? You're wrong. We're going to be here forever and ever. Signaling that there are cracks in the corporate ministry. <laughs> Signaling. You guys, that's all wishful it's been, thinking, it's been one guys. Week. One week, guys. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The McMahons are eagerly... Uh, in all fairness, they've done a month and a half of storylines in that week. You're well, not wrong. They're about to do like nine storylines tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, McMahons eagerly accept Austin's challenge for the handicap match, but they want stipulations, but they don't know what type of stipulations. Maybe a dog pound match. So tonight, Vince is going to have the road dog and Mr. Ass both have a dog collar around and a chain. So they want a dog collar match. But they, they just come up with fancy new names for him. That collar that road dog wore a week ago. Yeah. For no, re- for no reason at all. Bingo. Then Shane thinks of an idea. What about David versus Goliath match? So tonight, it'll be the big show versus X-Pac in a David versus Goliath match. First thing I thought, ooh, NWO versus NWO. Black on white crime. Yeah. Shane then thinks, well, it's just going to be a... <laughs> Shane, <laughs> Shane just thinks it's a handicap match, so let's do the Acolytes versus Kane. Vince thinks of a blind date match, so because Tess knows the rules, he broke them, so we're going to have a blindfold match tonight. So it'll be Tess versus the big boss man. That only Tess is in a blindfold. Uh, Vince thinks that maybe Austin could be in a straitjacket. So tonight... It would be Ken Shamrock versus Jeff Jarrett, but Ken Shamrock would be in the straight jack. Briscoe and Patterson come out. Patterson is pissed off at Vince for making hit Stephanie go through the ordeal. Patterson says that Stephanie's his goddaughter. Which is a shoot. Mm-hmm. Shoot? Yeah. That's a shoot. Wouldn't surprise me. That's true. Uh, Vince threatens him, saying that he owns their asses. Um, Patterson tells Vince that he can go straight to hell, and Briscoe goes... When you're down there, you can get your own coffee. <laughs> there's a... That's a good line. There's a... Have, have you guys ever heard the story about the time Bruce Pritchard gave Stephanie a gift for her birthday? No. No. Was it so, I mean, <laughs> it led to it. So, he got Stephanie this, like... Or he didn't know what to get her, right? And so, he went to Pat. He's like, hey, Pat, what should I get Stephanie? And so, it's like, Pat... Picked out this, like, beautiful piece of, like, jewelry. Like, this necklace, right? This gorgeous piece of jewelry. And so Bruce gave it to her. And she was like, uh, this is super weird. This is, like, a really expensive piece of jewelry. I'm, like, 16. And Bruce was like, I didn't know what to get you. It was Pat. <laughs> She's like, that makes 100% sense. Thank you very much. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, she was like, apparently Bruce was like, I didn't know what to do, because it looked like I was hitting on Vince's daughter when she was 16, and I just didn't know what to get her for her birthday. <laughs> that is awkward. Checks out. So, uh, Vince goes, you know what, you two, you guys are going to be in a match tonight against Midian and Viscera. Then we get Sheffy with it, as we get a rock commercial God. of Rock's Chef Priority commercials. A mock version of Getting Jiggy With It by Will Smith. This was so bad. Yes. Jesus Christ. Let's go off-site with Austin again. Let's see how he's doing. We go to... Uh, Austin's going to Vince's office. Uh, Vince uh, Stone Cold meets Vince's assistants. They all get him something. Uh, one gets some coffee in the morning. One gets some food. And the other one's just there for backup. 
So, I love this. Uh, it's a little early for coffee, but uh, I'll take a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get you anything to eat? Come to think of it, my belly is rumbling. Uh, I'll take another beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about me, Mr. Austin? Uh, you know what? Don't get me a crown and seven. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, they go, uh, uh, but my favorite part's this. The, like, he's walking, and then you're, Mr. Austin, you ever bored me in seven minutes? He goes, I don't like board games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So let's go to our first match of of Raw, a dog collar match: Road Dog versus Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. Bell rings at twenty one minutes. I was gonna say, like, I know we talked about it at the pay per view, but it's smacking me in the face here again. You know, for such a beloved tag team, this feud means nothing. This oh, it's terrible. Shit. Yeah, no. It's, it's, I mean, it's like I mean, we pointed out it's the it's the Hall and Nash. They didn't want him to be feuding. Yeah, the crowd doesn't care. Uh, Billy comes out wearing a neck brace and he gets in the ring, but Road Dog goes, Kane, get back in there. And then he like rip lashes and it's like, <laughs> ah, you faker. Uh, Billy attacks Road Dog. He doesn't put the chain on at all. Billy chokes uh, Road Dog and throws him to the outside, hangs him. Uh, Road Dog fine gets offense, but China comes down and helps Billy win the match. They attack him after the match. China then wraps the chain around her hand and softly punches Road Dog and chokes him out. But doesn't she keep beating him? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's, it's at one Softly. point I was like, I was like, geez, this is like, this is a, it's a long ass beat down. Well, Even yeah. Billy's like, mm, what are we doing uh, here? You know, don't support Trump then. Yeah, Billy yeah. makes the save. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Billy makes the save. We go backstage <laughs> as Ken Shamrock shows up and Sergeant Slaughter and five cops shows up. Slaughter tells him uh, that they, they these five cops will be with them tonight and he, uh Shamrock goes, if, if he's not being arrested, then I don't need these guys around. And he walks away as Slaughter, Slaughter still hasn't told him what's going on. What the hell was the last time Slaughter was on television? Last year with the whole Stooges thing. Jesus. It's been a while. We get a recap from last Monday uh, with the cask match of Triple H and Rock, but Undertaker coming out and attacking The Rock. Here comes, speaking of him, here comes The Rock promo time. The Rock challenges... Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Championship at King of the Ring. So there, this... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I say this actually does have one of my favorite all-time under, rock lines. Uh, the crowd's totally behind The Rock. Rock's telling... Rock goes, Hey, Undertaker, instead of rolling your eyes in the back of the head, turn your head around like you're in The Exorcist, roll your seven-pound head down to your ass, and stick it straight up your candy ass. That's one of my favorite rock uh, lines. And so... Uh, it's also one of my favorites because, like, unlike a lot of his, it is so easy to picture. Yeah. Like, he paints such a beautiful picture in that promo. Thank you, Brian Gortz. Uh, it is so good. Uh, Undertaker <laughs> comes out and says, um, <laughs> Undertaker comes out and says, sing-along's over. Uh, Under says, then he goes, says that he's crippled many asses, and he accepts <laughs> the challenge. Like- the fuck? He accepts his challenge. The dong taker has <laughs> crippled many asses. Uh, Vince and Shane come out and said that uh, let's let's make the uh, Rock work for his title shot. Vince makes a match tonight. Undertaker versus The Rock in a non-title match, and if The Rock wins, he'll get his title shot. Rock accepts. Shane then adds this stipulation: <laughs> you know you won't find out until five minutes before your match. I like that. It's fair. Uh, backstage, Jebra, uh, De- Jebra, Jared and Debra, Jebra, Jebra um, they were the original. Yeah, Jared and Debra are walking to the ring, and someone walks, uh, runs past them. Jared goes, "Did he just try and make a pass at you?" 
In my head, I'm like, no one is trying to make a faceter. I, I promise you. Well, so, somebody was, son. So let's go to our um, women's championship match as Deborah with Jeff Jarrett versus Ivory. Um, we want puppies chant. You don't say. You don't say. Uh, Nicole Bass comes down. Ivory chokes Deborah with the scarf, and then uh, Deborah uh, she has Deborah do some snap mirrors. Be honest, Deborah wasn't that bad with the snap mirrors. Not He's hard. The role I mean, yeah. day one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, Jeff Jarrett gets on the apron to distract the ref. Nicole Bass comes in the ring, chokes Deborah. Ivory then rolls her up for the one, two, three. So you're a new champion, women's champion, Ivory, and she leaves celebrating with Nicole Bass. Makes sense. I mean, Deborah was never supposed to be champion anyway. They just had to get it off Rena. Yep. So I knew it wouldn't be a long reign. Let's go to a board meeting with Stone Cold, shall we? <laughs> Austin has two 24-packs of Bush Light next to him. He has all of them read the new manual in his Austin 316 magazine. Austin wants to meet people. <laughs> Austin, <laughs> hey, who are you? You know what? You, you look dumb. You're fired. So he, he fires somebody because he looked dumb. Then he sees a mail clerk and goes, hey, what do you do? I'm a mail clerk. Guess what? You got a promotion. You want a promotion? Yeah, you're my beer opener now. Austin wants to. Then Austin, Austin's like, you know what I'm gonna do with it? Let's have a game with you board members. Let's let's play drink a beer. It's a drinking contest, and the game's this. I'm gonna leave. And I'm gonna come back. Whoever's standing, you keep your job. If you're drunk, if you're drunk on the ground puking, you're fired. I want to work there. And uh, Jr's like, God, I hate those guys. Yeah. Uh, that corporate ass kisser hasn't done a day worth of work in nine years. Yep. <laughs> Ross is taking pot shots. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, backstage, we see Pat Patterson trying to leave, but Briscoe talks him to come back because Briscoe has a plan. Let's do a blindfold match of Tess versus uh, Big Boss Man. They show the recap of Heat of Tess winning the title and ref changing it. Boss Man toys with Tess. Tess gets one punch in, then spears him. Bossman grabs a nightstick. So says, "Fuck it." And it grabs a nightstick and attacks Test. Then Stephanie, he's a good friend, runs down and covers Test to protect him and tells Bossman to stop it. You stop it, you big mean boss man. Yeah, he's gonna give me anal. <laughs> I mean, again, I mean, <laughs> but let's go to Austin again as he's gonna find human resources. Runs into oh, God, two Jesus. people and tells a woman to go get him a beer. And then uh, he sees another guy wearing a stone-cold ta- uh, tie and a cardboard. He's like, I like your style. <laughs> um, he wants to get, uh, wants the guy to read the manual. Um, uh, he wants to have an orientation with this guy. And the guy's like, oh, let me quiz you on this. And he goes, Austin 316 means. And he's like, I just whooped your... You can say it. There's no cut. God damn, kid, you can say it. It was cussing. Whooped your ass. Put some bass in it. Also, three sixteen means I just whooped your ass. Like there you go. Now take me to human resources. He's like strutting. The guy's like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, our next match is the David versus Goliath match. This is X Pac versus the Big Show. Big Show doesn't want to wrestle. He he's remember, he's for life, buddy. Yeah. He yeah. And there we go, guys. So X Pac grabs Mike and says that he's a man, and if he's going to get an ass whooping, he's then he's going to get an ass whooping. X Pac kicks Show. Show then throws X-Pac to the outside. Then Kane comes out and tells X-Pac no. Kane gets into the ring. Kane and X-Pac begin to argue who will face Big Show. Kane then uppercuts X-Pac and then shoots the pyro off. 
a- Xbox, then he'll kicks Kane, and then another one on Big Show. What is happening here? Big Show goes flying over the road. I'm just like, goddamn Big Show. Okay, so he oversold that heel kick. Yeah, he, he loves Waltman, because... Fuck. That dude no-sold punches from Taker last week, but a fucking spin kick from X-Pac. And he's... You'd think The Rock just took a stunner. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> Big Show then says, F it, I'm out, as X-Pac and Kane still begin to argue. We go backstage with Ken Shamrock because he's being forced to put the sh- uh, straight jacket on. And Shamrock says, once he's done, Jared, he's going to find Vince and kick his ass. Lock it. Lock it good. Yeah, do that. Yeah. He likes it. Uh, we're getting a uh, recap from earlier parts of Vince's promo. Last week's line Zen match with Jared blasting Shamrock to allow Vince to win. So our next match is a straight jacket match. Jeff Jarrett versus Ken Shamrock. And Shamrock does a lot of leg takedowns. <laughs> Shamrock then does a shoulder tackle and then puts the leg lock on Sha- on a leg lock on Jarrett and then Jarrett taps out. I mean, they they really made their Intercontinental Champion look like a fucking bitch. Yep, he's in a fucking straitjacket. And dude. he like he overpowers Jeff Jarrett with the legs. Like honestly, what they should have done is just had Jeff Jarrett hit him in the head with a guitar and then beat his ass for yeah, like, like four boom. minutes. Why have him win? And why have him like? Annihilate your Intercontinental like, Champion with nap- neither one of them had to win. Like I, yeah, this was a weird finish. He this did, match, it was a squash match was, with with Shamrock's legs. Yeah, he couldn't use half his body, and he killed him. I, yeah. All right, all right, okay. Vince runs down, steals the straight jacket keys. Someone doesn't sign their contract and books it. <laughs> uh, we see backstage know. Patterson talking Briscoe that hey, he loves the plan. We get GTV. With a lady shaving Mr. Ass's ass as he has the most beautiful ass of all time, and it's a privilege for you to shave my ass. I don't know. I think I see a pimple. What? what? He's a what, bitch? <laughs> I just thought of Joe. I was like, yeah, it sounds like Joe. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Does producers then shave your ass? I plead the fifth. Not since she found this up. <laughs> not to win. Yeah, not to win. So, our next match Briscoe and Patterson versus Viscera and Midian. And can I say? I pop every time they come out to that music. Yeah. It is. It makes me so happy they come out to that music. I'm yeah. like, hell yeah, let's go, Stooges. Coming out to Real American. Uh, <laughs> they grab chairs, but then the posse jump them from behind, and all four men attack. Let's go to Austin off-site, and he's going to accounting. This is when that guy's walking, yep. strutting. Yep. Um, uh, he wants to see the books. Austin sees that they're losing money. How the hell are we losing money? Well, there's a Zamboni incident, a beer truck. <laughs> That's a, ah, that was really funny. Ah, that was love, really good. Austin just like, ah, forget nah. about that part. Uh, hey, how much does Vince make? You know what? Put a couple zeros behind Foley. He needs it. Yeah, he's at surgery. That's awesome. Shane makes what? How much? What's Shane's income? That's, you know what? That's the beer budget now. That's now the beer budget. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. That little bastard makes that much. (laughs) (laughs) Our next match is a handicap match. Kane versus the Acolytes. Kane gets a lot of offense in this match. They brawl on the outside for about about four minutes instead of the ten count. Uh, Farouk throws a Kane into a clothesline from hell on the outside. They fight forever on the outside. You think they'll throw the match? I thought they'd throw the match out, but they never did. Uh, Bradshaw gets a chair and whacks Kane with it. Acolytes win. X-Pac comes out with the chair to make the save. We go backstage with Ken Shamrock freaking out. And guess what, guys? He gets out. He doesn't pull a Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. He just rips the freaking straight jacket off. I mean, damn. 
Off-site, we're in Vince's office showing all the plaques. Austin has a guy bring in the cow manure in Vince's office. And we see Vince's reaction. And at one point, you see Austin pouring a beer, but you don't know what it is. So everyone thinks he's peeing on it. And then it's like, oh. Of all the skits, this is the only one I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, we see Vince and Shane. Uh, Vince says that he won't forget what Austin's done to him. He comes up with a match for the King of the Ring. Guys, at King of the Ring, it'll be the Vince and Shane versus Stone Cold in a ladder match. And the stipulation is also this. Shane's going to put 50% of his... His 25%. His 25%. Austin's 25%. Vince's 25%. And Austin's 50%. All of it's going to be part... Winner gets all. Winner gets all. Yep. What do you guys think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane is about to tell the stipulation for the Rock Smash, but then Ken Shamrock books it down and then does a belly-to-belly to to Shane, and Vince chases Vince off. Vince throws Shane to him. And then the replay shows Vince shoving Shane into him and then booking it. Then we see during the break... you hit Lawler's like, oh, Shane trips! Yep. Uh, During the break, Vince leaves the ring. Uh, During the break, uh, Vince leaves the arena. So our next match, it's The Rock versus Undertaker. Triple H comes out and says the stipulation was that... uh, I'm in this match. So it's a triple threat match. A la handicap match. Uh, once I, I like this. I like the match because the, once the rock got uh, any offense, the other guy took him down. Kind of the crowd got up. Oh, here we go. Rock. And boom. Knocked back down. My thought was like, didn't we just watch this at No Mercy in Manchester? We did. We, we did. We did. And I think this one is better than that one. Yeah. Uh, they fight up on the stage. We get a ref bump. Rock throws Undertaker into Triple H. Triple H falls on the outside. Rock hits the rock bottom. Goes for the people elbow. Rock's running in the ropes, but runs into Triple H. Keeping him out of the ring. Rock hits the elbow, but the ref's still down. Another ref runs in, but China pulls him out. Earl gets up and does the count, but Triple H stops the count. Undertaker throws the rock into the ropes. Rock reverses it, but China doesn't see it. Trips Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker then goes outside and begins to choke China until Triple H grabs Undertaker by the hair and pulls him up on the apron. But Undertaker hits a stunner move, making the making Triple H fall back into the rock bottom while tri- Undertaker's going after China. Rock wins the match and instantly leaves the, and walks up the ramp. Triple H and Undertaker begin to get at it until the corporate ministry comes to break him up. But then you see Triple H running and jumping on Undertaker as we run out of time for all. So there's no cracks or breaks in the corporate no, ministry. No, not at all. No. Not one bit. What was the better show, guys? Raw. Raw. Yeah, raw. Let's see if the ratings agree with that. <laughs> I, I suspect they do. <laughs> so last week, WF got 6.7 and WCW got 3.2. Jeez. WCW went up, guys. 3.3. Hey, momentum. Progress. Progress. To the 6.7 for WWF. Yeah. Wow. So, let's go to the award show time. Corey, give me some some sweet corporate ministry music for the award show time. (laughs) No chance. That's what you got. Checks out. Award show time, so uh, best match. The eight man tag on Nitro. Yep. I like the uh I like the rock the triple threat rock taker triple H. I don't like triple threat matches where two guys are in cahoots for 
ninety percent of the match, and then inevitably they break up at the end. That's fair. Yeah. Worst match? Uh, Van Hammer and Disco. Yep. So the Scott uh, Scott Norton and Cat match because Scott Norton lost to the Cat to all people the Cat MVP. Oh, Stone Cold. Stone yes. Cold. I mean, Jesus. I mean, yeah. fuck, he was so entertaining. I agree. Stone Cold is the... That's like, uh, it's some of the single best stuff they've done in a while. Let me move these office supplies and he moves the beer. <laughs> that was that was all really, except for the very last one, because it just I was just too many at that point. They should have just, whatever, Pick but... Pick up the beer you dropped. <laughs> Man, that was so entertaining. He's good. He's, he's fucking great. Uh, Motive? Hmm. I went Savage. I fucking hated Savage's promo. It was boring as fuck. It, it was. And I, I... I can't fault you for going in that direction. Um, but... I gotta go... I gotta go Disco. As much mm. as I put him over on the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. that Magic Hammer sucked. <laughs> and He's still Disco. Yeah. It's just not good. It's fair. I'm going to go Disco, too. Uh, Corey, WTF. We are at a crisis point in professional <laughs> wrestling in 1999. <laughs> so, like, so, you know, like, the fire, like, green, then, like, darker green, and then yellow, and then orange, and then red. Where are we at on that meter? Uber Red. Uber Red. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. It's one company is schizophrenically lost and trying everything to just regain any momentum. Mm-hmm. And the other one, admittedly, has been better the last three weeks. Yep. Uh, a lot better. Yep. But there's still a lot of shit. And it's just like, damn, man. I remember thinking all this, well, I can't say that. We knew in 99 days we was trash. Yep. But boy, were we all drinking the Kool-Aid for WWF. Blindly. And while it has picked up, there's still a lot of shit that's like, damn, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, when's the good wrestling come back? Well, I mean, renaming one of the teams uh, is a step in that direction. Yeah. Not necessarily for them, but like it signals other stuff. So, yeah. so I mean, hopefully it's soon. Hopefully soon. There's some uh, light. Cause <laughs> Mr. Rubel? Uh, so this is an entirely kayfabe answer. I like that. Uh, Sid could be a game changer, man. They built that tire show around Sid without Sid being there for 99.9% of it. Yeah. And it, uh, you knew he was going to be there at some point. You just wanted to see the impact he made. And it's a big deal when he came out. For all the shit he gets. Dessert. <laughs> Sid, <laughs> Sid was a difference maker. And that's, that's what I wrote. It was a game changer. That's uh, what I wrote in my notes. Remember 96? Mm-hmm. Boy, did they need something. Uh, and when Warrior left and he took the spot, and and it worked. the crowd wanted it. Yeah. And they recognized it and ran with it. He makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, so if he is invested, if he tries, if, if they have the right direction for him, it really could mean a lot in the main event scene. Because even though he's not the number one plan when everybody is healthy, he's a legitimate main eventer who has name cachet. 
The crowd loves him. Who people the will tune in to see. like Sid. Yep. It's been that way his entire career. And crowd loves him. Lo- if you were designing a wrestler, it looks like Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. He looks like a professional wrestler. Yes, he does. Yep. Uh, I'm kind of glad he's there. Uh, my WTF goes to the idea of, hey, let's have your Intercontinental Champion lose to... <laughs> Holy shit. ...to Ken Shamrock <laughs> in a three-and-a-half-minute match that Shamrock destroys him with his arms li- literally tied behind his back. Literally. The next time anybody says anything about a guy getting buried, right? like, no, motherfucker, go watch this. Yeah, go to June 14th Raw. <laughs> yeah. This is a burial. Like, <laughs> holy hell. It started with Deborah the night. I mean, yes, <laughs> she was never supposed to win the title, but yeah. like she got jobbed out hard for that title, yeah. and then he really got jobbed. Like, I'm surprised he didn't lose the fucking title. Like, he did on Sunday Night Heat to test until <laughs> yeah. Harvey, so we think about it, until Harvey taping. Whippleman stood up for him in his tearaway pants. Terrible taping for Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Not a good night. Taping. Not a good night, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which. Should yeah, be. not a good night in Worcester. No also, wonder he held him up. What is it with... Why is Worcester never get a live raw? Why is it always fucking taped? What the fuck is that? Because it's Worcester. <laughs> not a good night. What you call... That's what we call a Worcester Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a good night we're not going to have on Thunder, which is coming up next. Um, I'm, I, it's, I'm warning you now. I'm just giving you a fair warning. So, I can't wait. I didn't say this when Raw started. I forgot. So... When I turned it on, it got I got the whole like recap of the higher power thing. Yeah. And then the the minister problem, I was like, Are they doing the same shit? I was like, oh. I was like, Tim, it says like, oh fuck, I watched last week's raw. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're just hammering this shit home. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was this Nitro? Like, oh no, I'm just watching the wrong fuck show. Wrong That's week because awesome. it's the same goddamn stuff. <laughs> So yes, get get excited for Thunder Is because there an indictment that it took you ten minutes to figure yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Thunder upcoming, and let's just say that's a doozy. So you can find our lovely, lovely words and podcasts at nosoentertainment.com. Like that's my opinion by Mike Booble. That's me. And the Deck Eye Sensei with Jeff Mack. We have podcasts, as he said, like the Monday Night War Stories, the Pay-Per-View War Stories, the Thursday Night War Stories, <laughs> the That's My Pick War Stories, the mm-hmm. No Cell Podcast War Stories, mm-hmm. and the Gang Reviews War Stories. And the Retro Review War Stories. Yes. And you can find all of us at Twitter War Stories, at <laughs> That KFW Guy War Stories, the Living Legends Empty Booble War Stories, That Jill Lessel War Stories, Producers Ends War Stories, No Cell Entertainment War Stories. You can follow like all of us on those War Stories at Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, We've Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> War Stories. <laughs> Uh, no, not Spotify, where you can find the No Cell War Stories presents the One Hit Wonders War Stories. Follow, thumbs up, thumbs down, all that good stuff. Uh, and like always, Corey must pose War Stories. I am the Hoot Fight Shoot Fight Champion, baby. 